Bad boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in live to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Mark E. Stewart, here with my partner, as always, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. What's going on, brother? What's going on? How's everybody doing today, this afternoon, and night, whenever you're listening? Man, we're good. We're good. I'm good. I can't speak for everybody else, all of our listeners. I assume they're all well. Um, let's get into some uh, conversation. I know you are super excited because your boyfriend, LeBron, was uh, playing at the Drew League. Man. And I know that was exciting. I know you probably shut it down at the crib. Everybody <laughs> be quiet. No talking. <laughs> LeBron's on. I don't even know if they put the game on. Was the game on? I don't. I, I watched. I, I watched the highlights on YouTube. Actually. I found out subsequently, like everybody. Well, I found out that like most, you get the alert. Oh, yeah, LeBron, LeBron yeah. and I saw it on Kyrie are playing in the Drew League, and so it was exciting to hear. Um, you were probably gonna fly out, weren't you? You was gonna try to get it. You, hey, you might have got the private jet for that. You might have been on and ponied up that forty. Man, just you, to get out there you know, and see if your I, man. If, if I you could have got, got a in, yeah, I mean, because I was, I was the writer on uh, Deadspin actually, you know, brought, you know, brought, raised this point. He was saying, I, I, I forget his name, but he was saying that man to see LeBron in a small gym like that up close, do you know, play drop forty two. He says it's pretty exciting, you know, just to see. He's like, and he's like, he said he feels like as a writer, it's your basically sworn duty to hate on LeBron. He was like, he does his fair share of hating. He was like, but it's something about seeing him in person that you just can't deny. He was like that, that, that performance. And just in that gym, granted it wasn't against, you know, the best competition. He said, but it was just, it was really cool. to It was really cool to see. And it was really cool to watch when you're looking at that. It felt like LeBron was at an AAU game. Like it felt like back like in the bubble, day, like his bubble championship. There were no fans in there, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, no, but it was like a gym. Yeah. It was like nobody cared. Like, that sort of thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, so, you know, I was I was excited to watch it and uh, just to see the highlights in it and see all the, all, you know, the, the Rosen uh, get loose. He dropped 30 and had 13 rebounds. I mean, these these are these are rare instances. It's like Durant going to the Rucker, dropping – or Kobe going to the Rucker. You know, LeBron hadn't been to the Drew since 2011. So, you know, to see a player of their caliber, one of the greats of all time, whether it's Kobe, Durant – LeBron going and do that. I thought it was. I thought it was real, especially in a high school gym. I thought it was dope. I mean, I think. Um, I mean, I know I'm the one of the resident LeBron haters, so I'm gonna catch the. Now you the, the king. I'm not the king. You like LeBron the king? You nah, the king? Nah, there's there's many others. I mean, Skip. I think Skip Bayless is definitely the king of of hating on LeBron. But I would say this. I thought it was a lot of like a lot of like nothing hype. What I will say, I thought was dope was. Like the entrance, like it's kind of like when when they kind of swept the men through the crowd, and the kids, you know, the young people were clamoring and going crazy. And it, it reminded me, it was that part of it was like a throwback of like when the when the champ would come back to his hometown. You know what I mean? Like that those type of vibes. As a as a sports fan, you can't help but get a little bit of a goosebump like watching. Um, you know, it's so funny because coming off of the whole. Michael, does Michael need to take a picture with the kids? To see LeBron surrounded by all those kids, that was really dope uh, as a sports fan. It was, yeah, the, the coming off the heels of that. Yeah, yeah I mean, especially opposite. when you consider he's like the biggest name in sports, like globally, or like top five. And then where globally. it was, right? It's in Compton. Yeah. You know, so. so and the, the, they pack the gym out and he comes in and they sweep him in and everybody's, that was dope. I think the game and the activity that happened in the game was 
was whatever. Like I watched the highlights. I watched the, like a 20 minute highlight clip. Is LeBron playing at 50%, taking a lot of ill-advised shots, missing a lot of shots, doing some things against some people who are just not that good. So, and it's funny because it was a glorified pickup game, but because it was LeBron now, it's like everybody wants to count stats. I've never ever heard anybody go play on a weekend. Only two people have ever done that. It was LeBron at, at the uh, Drew League, and it was Ice Cube and the Good Day record where he messed around and got a triple-double. But, like, for the most part, like, who's counting points and rebounds in a pickup? You didn't hear people count Durant 66 at the Rucker? I mean, I never heard that. Yeah, I, I have. I, yeah. I literally never. Put it this way. Yeah. Everybody is so – I can tell you this. It definitely didn't get the saturation that 42 and 16 got. Uh, I mean, well, everybody. I, I heard forty-two and sixteen before I saw a highlight. Yeah, I, well, in fact, was, the highlight clip that I saw, the 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 thumbnail was forty-two and sixteen. Really? Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I didn't know he dropped forty-two points until I started prepping for the show. Yeah, I, I didn't. And I didn't know DeRozan had thirty and thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I've literally never heard of anybody give stats on a pickup game. Hey, well, hey, hey. When I mean, I haven't played ball in a long time, but I didn't. I never walked off a pickup game to my I had twelve and eight assists, and like I never did. That. <laughs> like the fuck. Hey, well, and, and you know, so that's 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 an interesting point because I actually I actually thought the same thing because I was like, it's forty two points. That was cool, but I was, it was more cool that it happened that he showed up. I agree with that. So I was like, man, that's that's just. And I know everybody's gonna say I'm a hater, but I agree with. And that. and 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 to to I guess. The the flip side of that, right? Kyrie was supposed to play in the game before, right? And was a no show, right? But I didn't know that he was a no show until I started like thinking about this for the show because I just assumed he went and played, and you know, it's a it's a, it's a summer workout for an NBA players, so it's not like you're you're expecting anything. The, to me, the excitement was the fact that these guys went and that they showed up. I had no idea. That he does what he always does and just be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I so I'm straight. I was like, man, this is because because I was thinking to myself when we first heard when the news dropped, oh, Kyrie and LeBron are going to play in the Drew today. I thought, oh, they're going to be on the same team. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, maybe it's something that they coordinated together. Oh, okay. I never even put that together. Then, I thought they were supposed to play at different times. They were. Okay. They were. See, I found out about that okay. subsequently. I was like, oh, he was supposed to play. So that's why the news dropped. Oh, news dropped. Kyrie is a no-show before LeBron and DeRozan took the floor. And I was like, man, this this just – he just ain't going to get right. And, and I'll tell you this. If I was a Laker fan and I'm like, man, you won't even show up for the Drew game, I, I'm good. So it was rumored, though. I'm good. There was a young lady who was at a camp that uh, posted something to her that, that was at a, a basketball camp, a girls' basketball camp, a player who posted – uh, the camp footage to her social media and it showed Kyrie working the camp. So the rumor is he was at Phil Handy's, who's an assistant coach for, I believe, the Lakers now. Uh, at his camp at his camp something? helping out in Thousand Oaks. Um, so is that, is, do we like that or do we not like that? Well, I think here, here's the that's thing. that's the first I heard of that. Well, here, here's the thing with that. Like, just give Dino a call. Dino's the commissioner of the Drew League. And so Dino hey, said said that it was a, it basically a, felt like it was a, a guarantee. I mean, you know, he had gotten you know, on good authority, just like he had gotten on good authority that DeRozan, LeBron, they were going to be there. So he said when they when they asked him where is Kyrie or basically given a status, he was like, look, you know, he said we still got four games left. We got six games tomorrow. Maybe he'll show. But, you know, I wouldn't have said it if, you know, I didn't think that he was going to be here. So I think – and so I started thinking about this. I was like, man, this is a – they need to, like, ghosting. We could just change that out for Kyrie in. 
like because Kyrie, it's like yes, you know, it's like oh yeah, man, man. She was what you go over shout out, man. She wasn't talking about. It. I had a Kyrie that shot. I had a Kyrie that exactly. I had to, exactly. <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. So I just you know, I mean, I actually and, like that. He's I, a, I mess with. He's that. or you know, like I thought. Well, I just thought of this right now about the Big Dipper. Like he just he'll just dip. <laughs> Like the like the like because there's no there is to me there's no limit now you think there's no limit to him just not just doing whatever he wants like I, I think his 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 biggest one of one of the things that I was like what if he just I wouldn't put it past him to leave during a mid game like during a timeout like they just went on like an eight zero run he just dropped like twelve in a row and like oh, yeah, we want to you know TV timeout and all going? of a sudden he come back he's like, <laughs> oh, he like in a, in a two on one. It's like, oh, we got a two on one. Wait a minute! It's, and he just he, he don't even shoot the layup. Yeah, he, he just put it on his hip and yeah, walk out. Yeah, it's, it's a one on one. <laughs> I'm sure that like in the pickup games when he was little, he was the dude who took the ball and just left. Like, I I got it. I'm out. I just I, yeah. And I'm like in my mind, I'm like, why don't you know what he should do? He should just retire because it'll go from missing. Oh, Kyrie's missing to now he's mysterious. Like, cause now he can come and go. He like where in the world is Waldo? Like he can just go and just show up at games, and play, and then just disappear, and it'll be cool. Now it's just weird. It's just like, well, what are you it's, doing? It's super weird. And I think the NBA, at least as of the moment of this taping, is showing him that they think it's weird because I don't think there's a real uh, a team out there willing to give up many assets to get him. Well, especially like I, I looked before, before actually before we started filming, uh, I was just looking at his game logs. Uh, in the last three years, he's played 20, 59, or 20, I believe, 50 games and 29 games. In the last three seasons. They should pay him that percentage of his money. <laughs> hey, all of a sudden, he'll stop, he'll stop, yeah, he'll stop being mercurial. More of a free spirit. And hey, be let like, me tell you hey, something. I got to be here on time. We got a game tonight. Let me tell you something, man. Money has an interesting way of shaving people up that way. Sure. Let me ask you this question because I actually don't know this. Because I always assumed that the Drew League was more or less like the West Coast version of the Rucker. But the Rucker is a park. It's a place. But the Drew League is actually a league. Can you, a pro-am. Yeah. Like, can you explain? Because, like, so if I'm to understand correctly, there's a season going on in the Drew League. Yes. And then when an NBA player decides to play, he just show up and whoever was starting at the three <laughs> yeah. just ain't starting no more. Yeah, like, you go sit down. Yeah. You sit, like, yeah. And, yeah. and then what do they play for? Like, what's at stake? Is there they have a champ- money? They have standings. They have championships. I don't know. If there's, I don't know if there's money involved, um, but I do scouts? know. But I do know. Yes, and I do know that uh, that they do have standing. There's a website. There's a Drew League website to have the teams. They actually, LeBron played on DeRozan's team, um, and they have a league out here. The Rosen's a sponsor. He's a team sponsor. It's called like I don't know if he's a sponsor, but I know he's from that community. It says that I know that they were like. You know, DeRozan was the one who got LeBron to play on his team. Okay, so that was the. But I know that, he's. I mean, he plays on the Bulls, so that, yeah. Well, that, so he must be the owner of, of the or Drew League the, yeah. team, yeah, yeah, or the the coach or something. Yeah, Atlanta. You know, Atlanta has a a, a pro am too. It's called the AEBL. Okay, and Kyrie's played in it out here. Um, so J- NBA Crawford, guys show up to go get run. Yeah, they show up to go get like you looking for quality run. Right. Quality run. The Drew League is a place that you know obviously is very famous. The AEBL is not as famous, um, but guys, a lot of pro guys go out and play. Paul Millsaps played in that league. Uh, you know, Trey Young has played out there. Um, like I said, Jamal Crawford has played. A bunch of guys go play. It's, it's down there uh, at Kip Elementary. Uh, okay. in Atlanta but but yeah so this so anyway the Drew League is obviously one of those you know you guys from the West Coast 
obviously know and i'm sure you heard of it before before you know this moment but yeah it's a place you can go get where you can't just show up and get in but yeah if if lebron show up <laughs> at your you position ain't, you ain't but what if, the three what if <laughs> what if the three is like the team leading the score like he's the man you just be like <laughs> you just move to the four move to the two Jesus. you know what i'm saying but you Talk but like, you move and i guess you know if you're that guy you're probably pretty pumped like oh uh, well, let me ask you this too, and and you may not know the answer to this, but I know you're you're around a lot of gyms and you're on the AAU circuit and all of that, so you're closer to the game than I am. But um, when these NBA guys go in to play in these pro ams, the thing that I noticed that it was striking to me is like LeBron was playing like half speed, and 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 Durant uh, and and uh, Demar was too. But you're saying these are good runs for them. Like, so when an NBA guy, these are the best guys in the world, when they're working out, when do they, is there ever a time when they're in a setting like that that they're going hard? Or literally, do they just reserve that for when they're playing NBA games and the rest of it is sort of working on individual components of a game? It's like, is there a point where they're like, all right, I'm out here trying to work on this or work on that, but doing it at full speed? Because it just seemed like he was kind of, I thought he was just kind of going through the motions. It was, it was exciting that he was there, but I wasn't. I was like, "Well, what does he get out of this?" Yeah, I'm not an expert on that part. I just think that for the veteran guys, they probably were working on some things. The younger you are, the more harder, harder you the harder play. you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- and I and I also like, particularly for like I said, the younger guys because those guys that play overseas, they're probably going as hard as possible. Whereas you know the younger NBA guys, they're they're because those guys are looking to like, look, I could play in the league too, going at maybe like say a, a Bancaro or you know. Chet or whoever you know, I'm not. I'm not sure if those guys are playing in any type of pro am. But the point that I'm making is that you still have if you have something to prove, right? The, right. the overseas guys have will always have something to sure. prove when they're playing against you know NBA guys, and the younger guys are proving that they belong. And then the older guys are just kind of like you know, I mean, the De- DeRozan's resume is cemented outside of a ring, right? And and LeBron's, you know, I mean, obviously he's trying. to... I mean, he did. He was performing a public service. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, and it was yeah, and, and I mean, and, he gave the people he. Gave the fans a real thrill i i i honestly thought that was the cool part it was like he's here sure yeah he's in the gym and so you know what was what was a funny was funny about that is they said that he hadn't done this since 2011 yeah and baron davis brought him to the drew league the last time uh and right, it was west coast guy, it yeah. was after the lockout um or during the lockout i can't remember if it was during or after um it's probably during now that i come to think about it right anyway um and lebron showed up and he wasn't gonna play but he saw the crowd and he started like, you know, the vibe and he started the energy start. He said, I might need a jersey and he played, but he wasn't expected to play. Yeah. So it just and that's why I was saying, like looking at the crowd and looking at him, it just felt like he was in one of Bronny's games, except for it was his game. Yeah, and I, I love the fact that I was uh I was think I was telling one of my, my sons the other day, I love the fact that these guys they love being around the game. Like they, Mike had the love of the game. Yeah, like, and like, they like, but these guys will go, like, Brown will go. I mean, obviously, it's, it's his kid, but he's having a time of his life sitting at a high school game, high fiving, you know, the other parents and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they love being around the game, and that's dope. Like, they really enjoy what they do. And, and you, so to take it a little step further, like, I always I think about it from, from Brownie's perspective, you know, how, how unique. It is to have, you know, your dad, you know, one of the top players, you know, to ever play the game at your game. And then you performing in front of him like every time you get the ball is it's like hyper focus from the from the crowd and from, you know, all the analysts and from from all the scouts like, you know, is on you to be able to perform under that kind of pressure. 
you know, is very unique because it's different. Like it's already pressure if you're yeah. on one of those top teams because you're trying to, you know, up your ranking, you're trying to get more offers, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever, wherever you are, you're trying to get above that. Yeah. And for him, it's different. Your name is LeBron James. Yes. Like your name is LeBron James Jr. Yeah. And everyone's and your dad is there. Yeah. And for him to actually be able to perform as well as he have, I thought was pretty, is pretty, you know, that's pretty unique, you know, to have that. Yeah. And I think that like you, you're bringing out an interesting point because it is about who he is because there's a lot of father son. There's even some, I think the, what is the Wagner's? Where it's the grandfather, the son, and then the younger son mm-hmm. that I think is either he's the number about one. To come. Well, yeah. I don't know if he's still, but he was ranked the number one player in the country, DeJuan yeah. Wagner. Uh yeah. In a certain type of class. Mm-hmm. And then like I think Carlos Boozer has twins. Like one is a top player, one is kind of like a top twenty player. To yeah. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of dads whose sons play that don't have that pressure because they're not the lights ain't on. You know what I mean? Like Carlos Boozer was a like a good NBA player, made a lot of money, and and was a good, you know, double double guy. But the pressure and the shadow on his kids is nothing like what it is for, uh, you know, the namesake of the the chosen one. Yeah, and LeBron, <laughs> you know what I mean, with the enthusiasm of like 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 he got a nine to five, like well, like no, he like, no, like they need the money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like LeBron yeah. is like LeBron is at the game. Like we need this. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, like, hey, light it up, <laughs> light <go>. it up. <laughs> yeah, because because he be like up, he be like you yeah. know clinching the but you I know love, flexing. But the I, and I don't like things. I love that about him though. Well, I do too. But yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you're LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, y- y'all gonna be straight yeah, either you, way. You look, he missed the free throw. Like, y'all still all good. your eggs is not in this basket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 but I love the enthusiasm of like, like, come it's on, enthusiasm. We, we, we need this. It's you like, know. like he just got off from the steel mill or something. Like, yo, wanna watch Junior play? <laughs> You know, it's gonna no. be a lot of scouts in the house tonight, man. <laughs> right. We got a lot like, riding on this. Yeah, it's like, come on, he can he could buy a team and then be like, and my son is starting point guard. <laughs> uh, like, you can do that when you own the team. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, we're gonna sit down and you go to the two, or you can be the sixth man off the bench. But Bronny starting. Bronny starting. You be like, what? But I mean, the Kyrie thing though is so that's so strange, man. It it, it really is because I want to like him so much. Yo, and I, I was because, like I said, I was, I was like, he should just because all of this weird stuff goes away, and it just becomes now he's mysterious. Yeah, but I don't think now, it goes away. Think, I just he, think it's a waste. Like I think, I think he really want to be Uncle Drew. Like I think he would rather go like, out, and put the makeup, makeup on, and just show up to different. <laughs> <gym>. <laughs> play, I never saw the movie, but yeah. just play as the old man. Like who's that yeah, old guy? Yeah, I think he would get off much more on that than you know. I think he's. I think he gets. I think he's so supremely intelligent. I think he's bored a lot of times. You know, with I. I, I think. Somehow he should get in his brain. Like if you could trick him, it's kind of like one of those, one like I used to think about Dennis Rodman sometimes, where he's doing all this weird stuff to his head, right? All the the different, uh, you know, designs that Rodman yeah. used to have in his head. And I was like, you know, would freak everybody out if he just came with it, just regular, all black, you know? And I'm thinking with a little fade, yeah, yeah, with a fade, yeah, yeah. What would freak everybody out if if Kyrie just showed up 82 games? For the team, that you, like just do something yeah, totally like, like you how, really want to freak people. Let's see out? how far we can go. Show up eighty-two yeah. games and see, you know, because he hadn't played seventy games in like seven seasons. And 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 it's not like I know he's been injured. Like he was injured, missed most of college. But but the thing about eleven it is, games, I think he started. Yeah, 
Like yeah, he played yeah, not much college ball at all. We seek, still it was still we seek meager minutes. It was still number one pick. Yes. I mean, I, well, and you look at just every time, and that's the thing I think that is so, uh, he's an enigma. You know, you look at any footage of him, oh, you, any from my high Lord. school yeah. to what, you name it. It's just, he's a, he's a virtuoso. And, and the way that he behaves just, oh, Kyrie's going, no, nah, he's not going to be here. Oh, Kyrie finna, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah. No, he's not. Then, then, then he finally showed. And then, that, you know, what was funny about that, I thought about this too. That, you know, when he decided, you know, not to show whatever happened, he didn't show. And it turns out, you know, that he was at or allegedly at helping out with Phil Handy. I was like, he still was in the gym, but he just ain't in the gym. You he want never, him. He's never going to be in the gym. You want him to be I'm, in. I'm going to be in. Y'all ain't going to be where you want me to be. Right. But I'm going to be it where may not I'm be no crowd. I'm going to be where I'm at. It may not be no hot dogs and pretzels being sold, but I'm going to be in the gym. You could tell he works on his game. Oh, my gosh. Incessantly. It's it's. I think as a particularly as an old school fan, it's maddening because for those of us that have tried to argue on his behalf, like, nah, man, it's it's Isaiah-like. It's it's like some of the, the rare skills from a, a, a small guard. But he ain't never there. Nah. He, he never there when you need him. Nah. It, I he, hope he don't parent like that. Man. Well, and I was, I was like. Because you'd be yeah. like, man, I'm going to get you a bike. No, I'm not. <laughs> nah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here for your birthday. He showed you some rollerblades. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't want these punk-ass rollerblades. <laughs> like, you just hope he's not parenting in that way, man. <laughs> well, I, I just thought that a bike would be. You know, uh, I don't want to do the obvious. You know, like, <laughs> I bought you. A, you said you was gonna give me a damn bike. <laughs> I you, bought you a book for Christmas. A <laughs> book. I bought. Yes, I bought you the whole Encyclopedia Britannica. I, I want to say, like, we got the internet. Yeah, but it's yeah, different. Reading. It's different when you read it. I, 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 I would I like to say on behalf of, and maybe this is like super materialistic, but I, I really don't like when people do that. When they be getting books and stuff. Like no, things. no. Oh my God! Like don't, don't, don't try to help me, bro. Let I, me help myself. <laughs> don't, don't help me at Christmas. So during, just give me what I want. During uh, Christmas last year, I believe it was, uh, I believe his grandmother got Levi, my my youngest son, some puzzles, like some educational puzzle. And as he was opening it up, the disappointment. No, but you hear me? I'm recording. I was like, <laughs> it's 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 on, it's on camera. I go. This is the wackest gift. Like, I was like, "This is the." I was like, "Can we? Can we please get some real Christmas presents going on here?" I'm of the belief, and I know we're on a tangent, but I'm going to go with it. I'm of the belief that sometimes, for some people, gift giving is one of the most selfish acts that people could do because what people do that go shopping, go, "Oh, I want to go shopping," because they want to get what they want to get for you. They want they, they want you to wear the shirt they want to see you in. Or get what get what I want. That's why I've been in favor of a national registry. See, we don't we shouldn't just have it be for weddings and things like that. It should be like a national registry to where if you want to know what I want, just go sign up there. Go so check in. You know what my wife got me for my birthday? She got me a something to sit my grill in, like a, a, a oh, like a decorative table yeah, or something. Put, put yeah, my grill utility in. table. And I was just kind of like, I, I mean, yeah, but like, no, but like, I'm good yeah, on high like, grill. Yeah, but I know, like, the worst, the worst gift that I ever got used to be from my aunts and uncles on the black side. They would get me, they would actually get me sweat socks, you know, tube socks, and wrap them up. And so by like the year number three. By year number three, 
you you two <laughs> by year number three we w- I wouldn't even open them I would just they would get the same thing every year that's, and I that's bullshit and I would just I would lift it up and I would just frisbee that bitch back up that's, underneath that's the Christmas tree like yeah they would wrap you up white give me socks. some drawers too yeah. I stop, I stop there give me some yeah. socks and drawers yeah. they would wrap it up and be like I'm like why would you why would you do this to me that's a, that and that's that's actually with respectfully to your aunts and uncles that's a whack gift at any age. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like but especially at like nine years kid, old. I was gonna say when you're a kid and you want toys, yes, and you want video games and things of that yes. nature, and somebody gives you, it's like a real freaking letdown. <laughs> oh my but god! But even even as an adult, man, don't try to do, don't 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 try to give me utility. Like, don't give me things I need. Sweat socks. See what I did. I'll give you an example for Father's Tennis Day. Tennis socks, whatever. Like you what, call I, what I do, and because I do a lot of, uh, I Instagram shop. Like I, you know, I have a lot of vendors in. I just go really. Oh, so yeah. I've never bought anything. Oh yeah. So that works. What? You get good stuff. What? Oh. Like even like you know like when like new Air Force Ones or something like drop like it just yeah. I'd be afraid and, that it's like 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 a fake vendor or something. Nah, it's real. Apparently, and you can shop in like two minutes because I'm like a quick like I'm like oh I like this boom 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 and it's like your stuff's in and it's out right it's good. So what I do, my so, mind is blown. Yeah. So what I do. Is I saw something like it was like an advertisement for, um, you know, I have a nice bar right over here, and and so I was like, oh, these are some cool decanters with the and, Lobos over there. Yeah, yeah, Lobos. Yeah, I support. See, people think I don't support LeBron. I got the Lobos and the Sincora. I represent both. Um, but I I sent to my kids well before Father's Day. I was like, this would be a cool Father's Day gift. It's like decanters and glasses that are monogrammed, and I have some of those, but I got some more. I sent it to them. With the possible Father's Day question mark, forgot about it. Father's Day opened the shit up. It was there, and I was like, "Oh, I was surprised. Like I had never seen this shit." <laughs> but because I was happy to get it, and then forgot that I had sent it to them. Oh, that's and lit. they were dope for actually taking the thing and following through. That's mega lit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, awesome. I would like to normalize people getting what the hell they want. For present. So I, my wife says to me, and some of y'all seen, may have seen the clip. She said, well, you know, where you want to go tonight for your birthday so I can go ahead and book it? I said, uh, I want to go. Did you really the, say that? Yeah. I said, I want to go to the strip club. And she, Alone or y'all together? Either or. She can come. That's so funny. <laughs> she was like, I just want to go. Yeah, I don't I'm really like, care if you like, show up or I, not. Yeah, and I was like, it's Tuesday. You know, the section should be pretty decently priced. And she just walked off. Like she just totally walked off, and I was like, "So it's probably I, not going to the strip club because she didn't ask me which I one normally, I wanted to go to." I normally side with Marie because I think some of the things that you say on this show are preposterous when it comes to that. But on this one, it's real though. This one, I'm gonna side with you <laughs> because she asked you what you wanted. Yes, and you said I'd like a section at the strip club. She knows who you are. She knows who she married. To the point when before we had children, she asked me that I want to go to the strip club and we were dating for my birthday. And now it's all off the table. So yeah, now so so let, let me like so if ain't gonna be no ass shaking at the house, yeah, we can go purchase. And, and you here's can the purchase thing. me the ass shaking. And here's the thing. I I of, of the belief you should never ask somebody to come about their character for anything. But don't tell them girls down at that club that they can't stay in there yeah yeah that's all you yeah, asking for you know i still like the ass shaking you know i still you, like if the you ass listen shaking. to the show we definitely know that i look everything that i like when we was dating 
You still I, like I still like it and miss it very much now. That's an interesting thing too about being married. I, I I've been married for uh we've been together thirty four years. And that is absolutely true. I think men, we are who we we kinda become who we are between like fifteen and seventeen. <laughs> And then it's kind of like we just coasting out. Yeah, yeah. I I'm like just, I like pasta then. I like pasta now. Yeah, and all I'm doing is I'm I have to rebrand my approach to getting it. Yes. As I get older, I can't be as juvenile about asking for the things that I want. But you asked me where I wanted to yeah. go. I didn't like. I didn't say booty club, which is what I would have said at seventeen. I said yeah. I would like to go to the strip club, please, gentlemen's club, please, ma'am, gentlemen's club, ma'am. And she promptly just. Hey, went. I would. That, I wish you had your camera on while that was going on. That would have been. Really I funny. didn't know what she was going to ask. So she asked, and she was. She was, and in, in her defense, she was heading to the car, and she was like, "Hey, you know, uh, where do you want to go tonight for your birthday, so I can go ahead and book it?" I said, "Well." I just I put my hand on my chest. Like if you had a hat, you'd have taken it off. <laughs> yeah, you'd have held it close. Well, ma'am, <laughs> did you ask? <laughs> might have. Might have. <laughs> I'd like to go to much, the, much obliged, man. To the strip club, please, ma'am. If you if you wouldn't if you'd be so obliged, <laughs> yeah, ma'am. And she just turned, and all you heard was just I could, I could, foot oh her God. heels on the on the on the pavement. I would have paid to see that. <laughs> just before, before we get out of here. Um, our boy Tiger Woods missed the cut again, um, which is who he is now as a golfer. Tiger uh, missed the cut. He's he's effectively me on the golf course. Yeah, not winning. The same result. I mean, you, yeah. me, and you—they couldn't kick us off before Friday. Exactly. You know, so, like yeah, yeah. If I had some sort of. <laughs> music industry exemption to play yeah me and tiger would be there to save him out of time <laughs> <laughs> like we'd have a similar experience we, we would check out yeah we'd, of be, our room. we'd be yeah exactly we'd have to be out by the 12 sir <laughs> so tiger where you headed yeah we're, we're head to the bar okay cool i'll meet you down there <laughs> yeah now, I'm a, so i'm gonna take my own car so i didn't i didn't see this but was he was he crying did, did, did he, is he yeah crying he on? got the crying and carrying on and uh was he know, crying for it I guess because, you know, I guess this the end, I guess. And and did you see, like, like the the, the, Brit, the Brits, the Tiger's crying. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger's crying, I guess. I guess they was like, they got emotional too. And I'm like, well, you got to be a special brother. You know like, what kind of brother you got to be? How special you got to be to make white folks care about your black tears? I mean, I'm sure there was a couple <laughs> of guys in there like, tighten it up, you little wanker. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa. You know I mean? And then it's Brits. Brits really don't care about black tears. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> Tiger's crying. Tiger's crying. <laughs> I, I, I guess I know we're going to get some heat for being insensitive, but I just don't care. I don't care that he... I don't care that he loses. You, well, I'll tell you what, because Tiger made it weird. He's the one that made exactly. this whole weird with the Cobblin Asian. That's weird. The the weird stuff that you know. And I know it was domestic, but the weird, like why why are you she running? She hit you with the club. It could that couldn't have you couldn't even rip no, written and, that. And, 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 and then like, the, the, the and car wreck, the, yeah, which was weird because he was super high. Though. Yeah, and they and they in the in the, the oh no, not not the car wreck because he no well, well, toxicology. Well. You said he was clean. That one, but there was no, they, they didn't draw any blood. 
They made. They did not draw any blood. That's you know when he went off the cliff. Oh, he got, yeah, he yeah. Got, that was yeah. The, really? the, yeah, they they did not draw any blood. Ooh. So so they they which was, I mean somebody was protecting. They took him. care of him on that one. But I'm just saying that all got very like Tiger's career got weird. He it has got, nobody to blame. And then to. the the sex addiction. Like yeah, like, like what is that? Is that a thing? Like I thought men were all we all like it. Yeah. Like is that a that's weird? Yeah. And like, you went to rehab for that. Like I get, I mean, check me in. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know if that's. I've never done a deep dive into people who have sex addiction. I'm just like, um, whatever, dude. But I will say this: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You like ass? So do I. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dog. True. <laughs> what I'm saying though is, Tiger doesn't have anybody to blame. Tiger had it all. And he decided to play like I, I if you if you watch the show and you understand what I do for a living, I represent uh, mu- a music talent. My my original and only rule is don't play with the money. And Tiger played with the money. Like, Definitely. like because when you sell image and conformity and all those things, you have to stay with that, which means that you can't really be about infidelity. And if you are, you have to be tidy, you have to be neat. You have you can't be sloppy. Yeah, you can't be out here with um, the Denny's waitresses and stuff. Yeah, bro. like you have to. There's a way that you have to be because you have to protect the image at all times. And he just got sloppy. And then the girls started to talk, and things came out, and he put the sponsors in weird positions. And even through all of that, he still has fans. He still has people. And he was using who, his phone. Yeah, people who root for him to win. And. I just don't think it's going to happen. And he's done a lot of things to hold himself back. Now, the one thing I will say is interesting, that story that is around Tiger Woods, I'm really interested in his son. Charlie? Charlie. Like, the kid can play. And he has the mannerisms of his dad. I'm going to say this now. If he's as good as he appears to be at this age and he can win, his shit might be bigger than Tiger's. And that's saying a lot. It could. It could. And if he you can know, handle the pressure, going to what we were talking about, Bronny, if he can handle the pressure of being the son of a legend, this could actually be bigger. He than could. His dad. It, he could. I, I I am I tell you, I tell you for me, and I haven't really I haven't seen Charlie play. Um, but as I was the thing with Tiger, I guess, that made it so weird and made it such a uh a, a, a a, a stiff or a, or a steep drop off for me was I and, I and I identified it. I I liked Tiger when Earl was controlling him. When Earl was in, was controlling him, I liked Tiger. When when Earl went on up to be with the Lord and Tiger went got started doing his own whole thing and 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 doing all of that. That's when me and Tiger split. So I'm 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 Earl. I'm, I'm like when Earl was had it and Earl was was guiding yeah. him. Like it's kind of like Joe Jackson guiding, you know. Michael, Michael got a lot him. better when Joe was not. <laughs> but uh, that's true. But yeah. I just I I for one I am uh, I I'm I my fandom for for Tiger was was when Earl was in the gallery. Well, a lot of it because they sold um, they sold to Black America a a game that we had didn't know a whole lot about. For a reason, we have been locked out of that game. Um, we have been, you know, it's private. It's private clubs. It's private. literally locked out. Yeah, like literally locked out of the game. The only place, only way that you could be black and get into a golf club more times than not was to be caddying or doing something domestic. And so, 
uh, Tiger made that and Earl crafted a sort of thought process that became inclusive. And, well, that and Tiger was a face extremely of it. social aware, socially yeah. aware of what he meant to minorities uh, across the, the, the world. Um, and Earl, yes, Earl was the architect of, right. of that of that consciousness. And then when when uh, Tiger got the keys to that Ferrari. He drove yeah, that motherfucker yeah. off. The he was like, "Yeah, like he enough drove, of that." Like he drove that. Yeah, oh, we're done with that. It was like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. So, I, I think ultimately Richard Williams, who had a similar architect uh, architecture thought process behind, I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but a, a, a similar way that he thought with his girls was much better in sort of delivering that message, and that that came through in the uh the movie and you know yeah you're right about that because i didn't know this that he was paramount in making sure that they actually had some version of a childhood right i didn't know that right um a lot of what you see and you hear about the parents you know you can pick one you know could be earl whoever you never at least i don't know how much of a childhood tiger had but when you see what he you know would blow off uh you know tennis lessons to go to disney world and things of that i thought that was really cool just to try to keep their, some normalcy some normalcy and also pulling them from the the high pressure of the juniors events and just be like yeah we're just gonna skip all that we're gonna focus on school they're gonna train but then we're gonna go pro yeah which the, was like you know it's just unorthodox but man i mean it worked and you know kudos he's a, a mad scientist at least with his girls yeah no and I, when you saw the movie it kind of made sense that you know you think about what do what does juniors really mean and, and if you think your girls are world class talents Playing against girls that are not going to make it there wasn't really benefiting. Well, and also like turning down lucrative offers yeah. on the way when you know, they weren't rich, right? You know? So that was that was. But they were so young too. Like I think sometimes with with the girls we we thought differently because they were they were you know they're not they weren't like little petite women. I mean these are women that are like five ten six feet. They were they were so they were tall and you know athletic very young. And so you tend to think that they were older, but when you realize at the time at 13, 14 years old, yeah, he did absolutely the right thing by by letting them grow up and be grow up naturally and not under that scrutiny and that spotlight. Let me tell you something. This goes to every sponsor, Nike, Under Armour. But if y'all come knocking on my door for my son, <laughs> he coming. <laughs> the bargain won't be that hard. <laughs> Well, listen, this is a good place to pause um, right here. Um, like always, we ask and uh, that you continue to support our endeavors here at Stat Lines Matter by hitting the like, the notification, and the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Also, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other place that you get your podcast. And definitely, you can follow us day-to-day, our one-minute content that exists on our Instagram, our Twitter, our TikTok, and then Facebook pages. And also, too, it's going crazy. Follow Rob on his uh, own Facebook page and his own Instagram with his comedy "Laugh with Rob Hunter." You got lots of good stuff there. Um, he, it, it's funny. It. It's it, and, and you can laugh with, with Rob Hunter. And if it's not funny, you can tell me how yeah. to be funny. If it's like wild, you, you can laugh at him. Yeah. But if it's funny, you're gonna laugh with him. Yeah, yeah. And if you it's like you know, you should have said the joke this way. I, give it. I'll do it. I'll do it the way you want it. He's very interactive. Like it's like I I will craft my jokes the way you, like it's like a a meal. You order the meal and you tell me no onions. I'm that's how I'm gonna get to you. 
There's some restaurants that just be like, nah, I come with onions. <laughs> That's uh, uh, the uh, the Michelin restaurants. Oh, yeah. yeah you don't get to- Oh, no, 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 no. Like, we, Judy and I were going to go to, uh, Judy loves Korean food, and there's a, I forget the name of it now. I should be able to give them a free shout out, but there's a, a Korean spot in Chicago that I think is a two- Two-star Michelin. a two-star Michelin, and I had a reservation there. And Judy, um, at the time, had a very specific- uh, diet that she was on, and I was just like, "Now nah, we good. Like we're not going there because I already know that's gonna go left." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Judy wouldn't do it. She wouldn't. She wouldn't be like this, that, or the third. She would just be like, "Can I get some A one sauce?" <laughs> she definitely wouldn't ask for that. But she would just be like sitting there with a cocktail or something because most of the stuff that a chef would use has dairy. She has a dairy allergy. I'm telling all your business, but I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that's enough of that. But um, no, nah, good show, man. Um, I I love that. Um. I love that LeBron did that. Like I really do. I think the I think the reporting on the stats is whatever, but I love that he was there. Uh, you, you and I was thinking about this as well, right? The the NBA, you know, through the summer league, now they got a little they got another strong headline with the Drew League. It's it's becoming even more 365 relevant, man. Yeah. Like I mean, Leia. yeah. This is a thing, man. Yeah. And then whenever the Durant if and when it decides to drop and Kyrie moves and this is going to be, there's more news and it's taking real, like, not just one day headlines. It's like two yeah, or three days. Nah, it's, real, it's real soap opera stuff. I love it. Well, listen, man, I'm Mark Stewart. This is Rob Hunter. And together, we're Stat Lines Matter. Peace. Bad boy. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my, say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.